It's time for the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show, presented by Embassy Suites. This broadcast is also brought to you by AC Delco Bumper to Bumper, Arkansas's best Chevy dealers, Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, Dillard's, Pepsi, Stevens, and Simmons Bank. Now, here's your host, Ray Tucker. We greet you on this Martin Luther King holiday. Uh, absolute beautiful moon out there. A uh, nice winter night, and we're inside at the Embassy Suites in uh, Little Rock and West Little Rock. And if you get an opportunity, we'll be here for the next hour. Uh, Joe Foley and Daryl Walker, the men's and women's head basketball coach at the University of Arkansas at Little Rock, will be our guest tonight, as is the norm on the coaches' show. Uh, we'll start with Joe Foley tonight. Coach Foley, you finally, finally, after over a month, got to play a game, a couple of games, as a matter of fact. Yes, we did, and it was, it was kind of unique. It felt like we were starting over. And, uh, you know, I don't know what uh, what to really expect whenever we went out there. And sure enough, about the first seven minutes looked like we had never played before. I mean, we hit a basket or two right off the bat. Well, you, you, made, you up four to nothing, and then there was a drought. There was a big drought. And uh, timing was way off, and you expect that. And uh, But after about the seven or eight minutes, I thought we started playing pretty decent. And uh, defensive-wise, I thought we played a real good basketball game, held 50 points. They've been averaging, you know, 80-something points a game. And I thought our defense carried us through the whole game. And uh, uh, if it went overtime, I don't think we'd ever made it. I think we'd have to call the ambulance because we were done. We we couldn't hit a shot. We were getting good shots, but the legs were gone. And uh, our defense held us and, you know, held us up to the cause. And we got a good stop at the end and won the ball game. And then, unfortunately, the next game, it was kind of like I was talking last week. Kids are way out of shape. And, unfortunately, I said it could cause a lot of injuries. And, uh, unfortunately, we lost KV. And uh, it don't look for her coming. It doesn't look good for her coming back either. All right, you won the game against Coastal Carolina on Thursday evening, 54-50. Let's talk a bit about that. You got off to a slow start, but you led by one at the half. We did, and, and like I say, after the first six, six, seven minutes, I thought we had pretty good movement, uh, t- took care of the ball pretty well, and, and played a real good defensive game and, and doing well, uh, holding their big kid down. Their big kid had really been scoring a lot of points. KV did a good job on her. And uh, come back out the second half, got off to a pretty good run and got a little bit of a lead, about an eight- or nine-point lead, and, and doing a good job on both ends. And then, like I say, I think about the last five minutes, you could we miss, we started missing some easy shots that uh, I think we would have hit if we'd, you know, had some conditioning. But, uh, you know, I kind of expected that. And, you know, I was just hoping we could get out of there with the W. And, you know, if you told me we were going to win after being off a month, I'd have said there's no way, but uh, we did get a W. Well, I, I was able to sit in the first half with our, our good friend Trey Shep, who does your, your broadcast, and it, uh, I had to leave it to have, and I told him, I said, hey, Trey, uh, I did my part. We're up by one. You carry the baton, and yeah. he did. He did. And Trey's like you. He's You guys are about the biggest homers we got. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, it, it was good. You know, it was good to be back on the floor. Kids naturally want to play. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of things we've got to work on. And, you know, it's it's just one of those situations until they get to see it in game situation. You can talk about it in practice. And, you know, some of those kids only practice two days full court. I mean, that's, it, you've been off for a month and only practice two days full court, you're not going to be, uh, you know, it's your prime. And, 
you got we got to take these next five weeks and uh, see if we can get ourselves back in shape and and hopefully be able to play by the time tournament rolls around and be, and be a good team. There are three teams on the women's side who have only played two games. Little Rock is one, App, App State is the one, one, and South Alabama. They only played two two games. You've got a number of teams already played five. Well, you know that's an equity right now, and and you know we talked last week about who's testing, who's not testing, who's doing what, and there's a lot of that that leads to that. And, you know, so we lost, you know, just like Coach Walker lost a lot of kids, and we lost every kid we had but two and had to sit out for over, you know, seven or eight days. And, you know, we, we still ain't got one or two of them back. So, uh, you know, we're hoping to get them back this week and, and uh, you know, try to, like I say, we, we had a hard practice today. I, on Monday's about the only day that we can really practice hard and try to get that conditioning back. And then Tuesday, you got to start getting ready for the next team. And, you know, Wednesday the day before, you sure don't want to kill them. And then Friday, you're in between games, so there's no way you can really do a whole lot. So Mondays are going to be our days to kind of work on conditioning and try to try to get them. And I'm sure the kids uh, will be a little sore tomorrow. But, uh, to, to yesterday, you know, today was about the first day we really got to run sprints and things like that. If you would talk a, a little bit about the process and when somebody does test positive, what, what, what things start to snowball, what happens? Well, you know, if they've been vaccinated and, and your teams, most of your teams, the ones that's been vaccinated, uh, if you know, you just got to take them out. And now you're down to five days. But people don't realize that it takes a while to get the doctor. Everybody has to have the heart deal evaluated again after they get back. So it's not a true five days. It's probably going to be an, end up being between seven and eight days. If kids hadn't been vaccinated and they've been involved in that practice, then they've got to set out for a number of days. So, you know, we've had we've got a couple that's not. And uh, so, you know, you could lose up three or four. And, you know, when we were going through that, uh, every one of our kids tested positive. Uh, some of them didn't even have symptoms, but uh, they tested and they had to set out. So that's the reason, you know, and it, it came in stages. Three or four got it. They were out for a number of days and three or four more got it. They were out. So it just kept you know, us from having 10 kids at, at practice every day. It was more like three or four at practice. And there's not a lot that, uh, you know, that you can really get done when you just got three or four kids there. How difficult was it in the game coming back that, that you won 54-50? Knowing your, your kids the way you do, and then, you know, you're looking out and, hey, they're holding up a hand, Coach, I need a breather, I need a breather. That's make it tough to coach. Until, until last year, I can't ever remember coaching a team where a kid was asking me to come out of the game. Now, I've got plenty over there on the side that say, Coach, can I go in? Can I get in? But I've never had kids ask me. And now it's just it's just the norm. And my players will be sitting over there. My coach is saying, hey, so-and-so needs a break. And I'm thinking, do what? You know, when I played, you know, I didn't want to coach no, take Never wanted to come out. I didn't want to come out. And, uh, you know, now it's just common nature, especially the post players. The big kids, they have a hard time. They have a hard time. And, you know, uh, DJ, you know, didn't even play got because of the heart condition. DJ didn't even get to play last year. And, you know, every game we played this year, she's either threw up sometime during the game or had to come out. And, uh, you know, now we're having to play uh, other post players. And, you know, they they can't even run two sprints yet. I mean, they can't even get up after at the end of practice. You go two or three sprints and they're already gasping for air. And, it's not, it's not a great way to coach. Let me tell you, these last two years, and I know everybody else has problems with COVID, but I hate coaching like this because, you know, to me, I'm always, each, year, each week you're trying to get your team a little bit better conditioned, a little bit tougher, 
and a little bit more improved, a little bit more knowledge. And by the time you get to the tournament, you've, you've built them up. And now, it's, you know, we took a month off. We lost all the conditioning that we did during the summer. And kids don't even know what we're trying to accomplish right now, where we should be right now. And so, you know, we're so far behind, it's ridiculous. And I, I know other teams are, but there's some that's not, you know, like Troy and them that's played every game. You know, they're, they're progressing like they should. And we're sitting here, and we don't even have our players at practice. Well, I think the best way to describe it was your team the first game was very gutsy. Well, I think so. I think so. And I think that, uh, you know, like I say, I think the defensive part, what we teach that most people don't, I don't think do a good enough job at teaching defense. I think that gives us a lot of advantage. But it also takes a lot out of you. And then naturally, you know, we, we're very limited. don't have much each player can play. So the next night, you know, on Saturday when we played, I just, I'd already started rotating post player. All right, you're going to take her over there, and you're going to take one of the guards. And we had a little depth going, and we had a. I felt like we had control of the game. This first half, if we've got a seven or eight point lead in the first half, usually we're in pretty good control. There's a lot of times, you know, our, our strength and conditioning hadn't taken over until, you know, about the third quarter, and then that we start wearing teams down. With KV going and everything, I thought we had a good rotation. We had a lead, and then when she fell and got hurt. I think we lost a lot of little concentration and lost what we were trying to accomplish. All right, we're going to take a first commercial break of the night here on the Little Rock Coaches Show. Vision with women's coach Joe Foley from the University of Arkansas at Little Rock. We're at the Embassy Suites in West Little Rock. Uh, we're here on Monday nights. We get a chance uh, next week in particular. Come join us. We'll take a pause back in a moment. At Stevens, our philosophy is to invest every dollar as if it were our own, to seize opportunity. To anticipate rather than react. To deliver constant focus in an ever-changing world. And to pursue the objectives of our clients in order to help them reach their financial goals. A proven history of helping companies and individuals. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. Hey, Bob, thanks for inviting me to your ultimate tailgate. I thought we were going to watch the game. No, I said come check out the ultimate tailgate on my Chevy Silverado. It's the available multiflex tailgate. Bob, this isn't a tailgate. Sure it is. It flexes into six different configurations to help you work harder. So you didn't invite me to an ultimate pregame tailgate then? Would you have come if I said otherwise? Probably not. The Chevy Silverado with available multiflex tailgate. The strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. See your Arkansas best Chevy dealer. Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV? What? No way, dude. Like that flat screen TV that just got stolen. To draft an agent for your team, visit shelterinsurance.com. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Not only is Diamond Bear Arkansas's oldest production brewery, Diamond Bear is also the number one major award-winning brewery in the state. Recognized both nationally and internationally, Diamond Bear Pale Ale has won four major awards, along with three being gold. If you want something lighter, try Diamond Bear Pale Ale. Support beer from the natural state and enjoy great award-winning products from Diamond Bear, proud sponsor of your Little Rock Trojans. What does amazing sound like? At Baptist Health, we hear it every day. It sounds like a new life, a strong heartbeat, 
faith in action, and 100 years of all our best. Thank you for allowing Baptist Health to provide you with compassionate care for the past 100 years. We look forward to serving you for many to come. Visit baptist-health.com Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinnerbait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. We're back here on the Little Coaches Show, Vision with Trojan Head Coach Joe Foley. We're at the Embassy Suites. The Embassy Suites in Little Rock is in the business district and minutes from the campus of the University of Arkansas at Little Rock. Embassy Suites is the official hotel of your Little Rock Trojans. Embassy Suites Little Rock, a great place to stay. They have remodeled this place last year, maybe the year before, and changed things up. Uh, drastically, really, really nice place to get a chance. And you got business partners coming in, uh, come out to the NBC Suites and, and make yourself make yourself at home. Joe Fuller, your, your basketball team and conference play now one and one. You had seven, seven. That's right. I said seven games canceled because of health issues, and it has made things really, really tough for you. It has. You know, we lost uh, three. We're supposed to play Alabama here at home, and then we were going to go to New Orleans, play in Tulane's tournament, play a couple of games before Christmas. So we lost all that, and then we come back, and then we lost our first first four games, conference games. So, uh, you know, if we'd had a week where we were at least playing and not, not went nearly four weeks without practicing and playing, it might have been a little different. But the way it is, it's, it's made it really tough for us. All right, I'll throw this out there and give people a good example of how many games have been canceled. Uh, the standings on the women's side, Troy is 4-1. and one, That's who you play next. Louisiana's three and one, Arkansas State three and one, Texas Arlington's three and two, as is Texas State, Little Rock, App State, and South Alabama are all one and one. Have only played two conference games. Georgia Southern two and two, Coastal Carolina is zero and three, and Louisiana Monroe is zero and five. Because that kind of paints a picture of you know who's had issues and who who has not supposedly. Yeah, and uh, you know uh, I don't know. On the men's side, is that running about the same? I mean, you do the men's games, are they running around the same? I know Daryl has been kind of like us right now. He's missed a lot of games. So, uh, Little Rock men have played fewer games than anybody on the men's side. Yeah. And we will t- talk about that. Coach Walker will join us uh, when we take a break about the th- at, th- at 35 minutes. And, you know, that's, that's one thing, Ray, you can talk about the testing. You know, we test and test and test. And, you know, like I told last week, I picked up the phone and talked to George Southern when, we, when I had to cancel with them. And she said, you know, what are you guys doing? I said, well, we tested when we got in, and we've tested everybody, you know, here in the last week. And she said, well, we haven't tested anybody yet. And it was supposed to have been mandatory that you test when everybody got back. So that just tells you, you know, a little bit about the way the conference is handling this. And And just openly told you. (laughs) Just openly. And, you know, I'm thinking, geez, you know, I wish you hadn't even said that because that makes me feel even worse, you know, that that you got coaches that in in conference not, not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And, you know, to me, anytime you try to create an unfair advantage by not doing what the conference mandates, you know, that's flat out cheap, and that's not fair to everybody. And, you know, I, that's one thing I think that I've always tried to do my best is whatever the rules are, follow the rules and do your best. Well, your job as a head coach is is 
what's what's best for your players and testing is what's best for your players it is it is and you know i i've had several schools you know like i say every time our kids come back off of when they've had to had to, you know sit out and uh they come back the first thing we have to do is take them through the to the cardio and, and see what you know see what happens and uh we've had three we had three last year that didn't get to play and every college coach i've talked to i make it a habit now i've asked every college coach men or women have you ever had a player had to set out for heart conditions and I haven't run into anybody yet that's had a player set out? And I've had three. So I don't understand it. I really don't know what's going on. But it, it, it just makes me think, you know, what what are we doing that somebody else is not doing or what's going on uh, and why is it like that? Talk a little bit about the league and, and who's really stood out, of course, some teams have played five games. Some have played two games. That may be hard to answer. Well, I, I, think, I think there's no doubt on our side, or not on our side, but on, on the women's side. I think Troy is is the best team. I think you know they've got most kids back from last year. They they were a great team last year. They played a real tough schedule. They finally started doing the top schedule we've done. They played several Power Fives. Uh, lost lost all of them, but one of them I think. But still, they played them. And they did go to Lafayette and get beat, but their their second or their leading scorer I think was was out and didn't play, so I, that hurts. And, and she may have had COVID issues. I don't know. Might not be playing this week. I got my fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, you know that's I think they're the best team. I think that they've shown that you know they're they're in good shape. I've watched film on them now naturally because the last couple of days because that's who we got next. So I've got to really watch them. I think they're doing. They always do a great job of running up and down the floor and, and offensive rebounding. They always lead. To, they're lead not just our conference, but they usually lead the com- the country in offensive rebounding. So I think it's 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 a great test, and I think it's a little early for us. Like I say, I don't think we're in good enough shape to to really play against a team like that. But we got to and. You know, that's what I'm telling our kids. You got to, if you're going to, and, and I always stress when we start in the summer running, if you're going to be a great player and if you're going to have a great team, you got to be in great condition. I've never seen a great player that wasn't in great condition, and I've never seen a great team that wasn't in great condition. And so we've got a long ways to go in these next five weeks. Trojan basketball sponsored by Pepsi, the choice of the University of Arkansas at Little Rock. We'll take a break. Back with more Little Rock Coaches Show from the Embassy Suites in West Little Rock. The future is not about a bond reaching maturity. The future is what my grandfather worked for. It's what my father carried on. It's my responsibility today. The future is my son's tomorrow. At the Stevens Private Client Group, we believe that our strength builds success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. Through the last 108 years, obviously we've seen good times and bad times. Everybody has. If you're in business long enough, you're going to have the bad time. But out of the bad times always come the good times. From generation to generation, the constant is that the Bale family is there for you. Whether it's service needs, parts needs, buying a car, or the collision center, our family's always there for you. Shop Bale Chevy and BaleChevy.com today. Stepping into the unknown, it can be difficult to find the way. 
but with the compassion of the cross and the security of the shield. Obstacles become openings. As we have for more than 65 years, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield will continue to light the way, using our knowledge to create new healthcare solutions, giving you the power to shine forward to whatever awaits tomorrow. Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield, live fearless. Potbelly Sandwich Shop has the best warm, toasty sandwiches in town. The Potbelly Signature Sandwich, a wreck, features warm, toasty bread with turkey, ham, roast beef, salami, and melted Swiss. Warm up with a bowl of soup and stick around for dessert. Potbelly bakes fresh cookies every day. Feed your group with Potbelly Catering. Potbelly Sandwich Shop at University in Markham and downtown in the bottom of the Simmons Tower. Proudly supporting the Little Rock Trojans. Out here, we'd charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinnerbait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's due. Has your roof been damaged in the recent storms that hit central Arkansas? They may have. We won't know until we can get on your roof. Hi, this is Joel Johnson with PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. We've been servicing central Arkansas for the past 15 years. We know what hail damage looks like. If you would like one of our trained professionals to come and look at your roof for free, call our office. That number is 687-6246. Or you can also visit us online at piroofing.com. Call today, schedule today, PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. Ray Tucker along with Little Rock Trojan women's coach Joe Fuller with the Embassy Suites. For over 65 years, Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield has helped Arkansas residents. Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, live fearless. And, Coach, your team's had to live fearless with everything that's going on. Uh, let, me, let me run down the standings very quickly on, on the women's side. Uh, Troy, that you made mention a second ago, you played them on Thursday night at Troy. Beautiful, beautiful Troy, Alabama, I might add. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Looking forward to that vacation. Yeah, yes, you are. I, I, maybe no, no beaches there for you, and you can't take your golf clubs. I don't know what you're going to do. Yeah. Uh, Troy's four and one. Louisiana's three and one. Arkansas State also three and one. At three and two, it's Texas Arlington, Texas State, uh, Little Rock's one and one, App State one and one, as is South Alabama, uh, Georgia Southern two and two, Coastal Carolina zero and three, and, and Louisiana Monroe is zero and five. Uh, you, Troy has been. You and Troy have been the elite teams in the league for a pretty pretty good while now. Uh, and hopefully you go down there and get a win and, and bump them off a little bit. Well, we'd like to, but I think it's, you know, it's highly uh, unlikely right now. I just hate to say it, but you got to be truthful. And, you know, we're going to work at it like we're going to, but I just know the shape that we're in, the shape they are, it'd be tough. It'd you, be a tough you, game. You expect them to press you from the get-go? Or? Probably so. And they always play a lot of players, so they're going to be rotating in and out. And, you know, now we've got one post player to rotate in and out and one guard, pretty well, or maybe two guards, and one of those freshmen. So we've got about two guards. We're going to be playing about seven people, really, uh, from here on out. Hopefully nobody else gets hurt, and that's hard to do. But, uh, you know, that, that could pretty well be our, uh, our way of going right now. You've been in this league for an awful long time now. If you would rate the Sun Belt, women's basketball in the Sun Belt, compared to other leagues across the country. 
Man, it's it's hard right now. I would think that, uh, you know, looking at the the SEC and and Big Ten and, you know, Connecticut got – I think they were getting beat pretty good today by Oregon, and they've had the same – problems of, uh, that we've had a lot of injuries and a lot of COVID so they're not they didn't get to play there for about two or three weeks so you know even on their level it, it's been hard for them to be consistent and uh, you know but I, I think that our our league right now I think Troy can play with most teams I think that they've showed that they played uh, Missouri a really good ball game and Missouri beat South Carolina uh, I think that uh, you know we've shown that we played pretty good in the, in the power fives and the SEC but uh, so I think our league is, is not bad, the top two or three teams. But, uh, you know, I, I, we're only going to get one team in, and that's who wins the tournament. So that's what I'm trying to do right now is get our kids on, on focusing on getting better each week and trying to peak at tournament time and see if we can't, uh, you know, pull off a, a small miracle here. Biggest changes in, all, in, in women's basketball since you started? Biggest change. Well, you know, I guess playing quarters, going to quarters, and I've told you this story before. I was, I was on that committee that changed it, and the first day I met another Division One coach, with the only two Division One coaches there. We were in Indianapolis and at, at the uh, NCAA, and we talked about changing it. And uh, so I said, well, the only way I'm going to vote for it is if you could get a hold of Gino and you get a hold of Pat and you get a hold of the lady at. at uh, uh, Stanford, and you get hold of the lady at Notre Dame, and if they all say we'll do it, it's good for the game, then we'll do it. But if they say no, I said we don't need to be stupid enough to go out and let them come back and blast us tomorrow in the papers. So, but I think changing the quarters has really done done well. I think changing the game, uh, getting to advance the ball at the end of a ball game, I think makes it more exciting. I don't know why the men don't do that, and I think it makes it exciting and, and a little different. And, uh, you know, the five fouls uh, per quarter and starting it over instead of going the whole half, you know, with seven like the men and then ten, I think that helps out a little bit. So I, I think we made it, and we did all those things at that at that one meeting that one year I was on the committee, and I was really surprised, but I think it's really helped the game some. And so I think that's probably the biggest changes we've had. And we, we've talked about the condition of your team and, and, and missing seven games. So the quarters actually help, help you out right now. I think so. And, uh, you know, when I first started coaching here, you know, I was at, at Arkansas Tech, and we got one timeout, you know, at 10-minute mark and, you know, the others. And, you know, we won the national championship playing seven kids. And we did it pretty well the whole year. And played that way the whole year. And in practice, you know, I had to bring in two or three guys to practice. So, you know, everybody pretty That's well. That's right. And he said two or three guys to practice. Yep. And, you know, uh, our kids got used to playing that way. So when we got to the national tournament, you know, everybody was substituting in NAI. you got to win five games in six days. You don't have all of these weekend games and one day in between. I mean, you just go and you play. And uh, so – you know, we got used to playing that way, and I, I'd look down, and they, everybody was substituting three or four kids at a time, and our kids kind of stand there looking at them, and, you know, we just blew everybody out. So it can be done, but like I say, we started at the first year, not at the end of the year. But, you know, I don't mind playing seven or eight kids, but uh, we just got to get in shape. 
I do want to do this and say a special thanks to all, all the folks who were there this past Thursday and Saturday. Oh, it was great. It was great. And, uh, you know, it's, it just seems a little still a little different, you know, with the COVID. Uh, everybody's still not, you know, committed to, to getting out, and I don't blame them. You know, and as high as things are right now, the, the cases are. It's But, uh, man, I'll be glad when this stuff's gone. And I know everybody else will, too. So, you know, it's just. Little Rock Trojan Basketball Broadcast, by the way, is brought to you by Baptist Health. Baptist Health provides the care you need to keep you and your family amazing. For more information, visit baptist-health.com, baptist-health.com. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, some of your players and who's a leader on your basketball team. Well, as you know, Kristen came back as a what they're calling super seniors. And, you know, the main reason she came back is because she got she blew her knee out in the tournament and in the dressing room that day, you know, she said, Coach, I'm coming back. I'm not ending my career like that. So it's just heartbreaking to see that happen the other night for a kid to come back specifically to play basketball and not go out. So that, that makes it tough. And, you know, she was our leader. She's she's our best, you know, percentage shooter. Uh, she'd really come on and, and was starting to hit the outside jump shot this year. She'd, she'd hit uh, some really good shots against us in that game. And, uh, you know, in, in the games previous, I think she was – starting to show, okay, I, my game's a little bit different this year, and I think we were going to be able to, you know, stretch the defenses a little bit more with her, and uh, she had really worked hard this summer. And so she's our leading rebounder and best offensive rebounder. So we lost that, and, uh, you know, then Sally comes along, and, and she's a good scorer. Uh, she's got to learn how to, to get good shots every time, and she's got to learn how to play defense. She's a little slow. Uh, she got, you know, those two knee braces. She's had some knee problems herself, not just with us, but when she was in high school, she blew her ACL out. She looks so, like a bionic woman well, out there she with got those some braces. Knee braces on. <laughs> it, you know, it looks like she's going to fall apart if you take, if you take <laughs> something off, you know. But, uh, you know, she's done a pretty good job scoring-wise. Uh, of course, our little point guard is a fireball. You know, she loves to get up and down the floor, penetrates, makes good passes, plays great defense. So I, I think those three have, have really done a good job. and and uh you know learning but they got to get we got to get better and now you know we got to find somebody to replace Kristen's points she was averaging double figures almost uh you know had a double almost had a double double the night before i think she had double figures and mm-hmm. nine rebounds the night before the, on the thursday and so you know it's hard to replace a double double i don't care what you're doing that's hard to replace and so we got to find somebody to step up and you know dj's got to get in better shape and uh you know, she didn't get to play last year, but she's she's capable of rebounding, can score more. So we're going to have to get more out of her. And so that's that's the kids that we're looking at right now to try to keep, keep us going. How does your routine change with, with as few players you have and, and being out of shape when, when you travel? You, you go to Troy on Wednesday. Uh, you, you, work, you, you work them hard on Wednesday? Or? Won't work them as hard on Wednesday. And then on Friday, you can't really work them. You just you watch more film and you walk through and, you talked about how you're going to handle this situation, that situation, and uh, we had to do that several. I learned how to do that quite a, quite a bit when we started playing on Thursdays and Saturdays, because I used to practice a little on Fridays, and man, we we'd have a lead on Saturday and sometimes lose it. And, and I talked with Coach Barron. He said, "Well, maybe you shouldn't even practice. Maybe you should just watch film and and walk through." And we started doing that and having success. So, you know, I think the like I say the heavy part of the load's got to come on Monday. And maybe Tuesday, but on Wednesday you better back off and just, you know, go through the timing of things and then, you know, not have much contact. And then on Friday, just like I say, watch film and walk through, and, and that's your week pretty well. 
do you coaches ever get together or, or call each other and say, hey, this is what I'm doing. What are you doing? What do you do the day before? How do you handle practice? Uh, you know, I, I take that where I usually go to somebody that's been very successful. And, you know, that's everywhere from I went to, you know, nights, practices, you know, all the time. When I was younger, I'd go to nights, practices. Bobby Knight? Yeah, and it's Krzyzewski's practices. And then, you know, when Beard was here and, and go, I started, you know, I always going to Beards. I went to Pat Knight practices. I went to Steve Alford practices. And when he was at, I remember when he was at Missouri State because he was a Knight disciple. So, I, you know, I stayed within my philosophy, but there's always different ways of doing things. And, you know, I always ask Coach, uh, you know, over there, I've asked, you know, Steve, I always ask Steve, you know, how he's doing things. And Coach Walker, and I will say Coach Walker and, and Steve both were are great people to work with. I've had, you know, I've learned a lot. I'll go out and watch them practice and see what they're doing a lot of times. And so I think that, you know, if you're going to be successful, you've got to, go, you've got to read and watch successful people. That's always been my philosophy. I tell kids all the time, I don't care if you're going to coach or, or be a, you know, a nurse or doctor or whatever. You better study people that are successful in your field and understand why they're successful for you to be successful. And I think that's the way you get there is about, about you know, emulate people that's had a lot of success, worked. And, and I haven't seen a book yet that from somebody that's successful that hard work wasn't the main factor. It's always been the main factor. You know, anybody that attends UL's practices, and, and I'm not encouraging people to attend now with, with, the, COVID, oh, with, with the COVID situation. Though. Oh, yeah, I understand But, but uh, um, anybody goes to your practice, Darrell Walker's practice, you guys spend all, most of your time teaching. You, you love to teach. We do. We do. And that, to me, that's the most successful thing is getting out there and showing a kid how to do something. Look, hey, this is what's probably going to happen. That's what practice is for, is prepare you for what probably is going to happen when you're in a game and you do this and you do that, and you're smart enough to know this is the way people, it's probably how they're going to react to it. And now you're, you know, that's to me, that's what's called being a step ahead of the play. You know, the kids that have to see it develop and happen and then try to react to it, they're not going to be successful. And, you know, I've heard a lot of NBA college coaches too, but NBA say the people that's going to be successful on this level are the people that can anticipate. You know, you can be – everybody on that level is great athletes, great player, or great shooters, great something. But the kid, the people that can anticipate what's going to happen are going to be your best players. You've got your hands full, Coach. Not, I've got my hands full. Not, 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 not in, in doubt about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I know what you normally do. You play a really tough non-conference schedule and play power fives uh, to toughen tough you up for conference. Anyway. When you go when you go two and two in the SEC, and you, you're kind of getting your hopes, okay, this may be the team, and then all this happens, it kind of it kind of puts a little dagger in your heart. Joe Foley, best of luck as you travel down to Troy on Wednesday. Uh, get us a win, and we'll uh, see you again next Monday night. Thank you, Ray Tucker. Thank you, guys. Coach and head coach Joe Foley and Darrell Walker will join us as we come back. Little Rock Coaches Show. We're at the Embassy Suites in West Little Rock. Strength is measured not by the number of counts. Strength is placing value on relationships. It's having the vision and the guts to invest in growth. It's the commitment to responsibly manage your money. At Stevens, we believe that our strengths build success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. 
Hey, Bob, thanks for inviting me to your ultimate tailgate. I thought we were going to watch the game. No, I said come check out the ultimate tailgate on my Chevy Silverado. It's the available multiplex tailgate. Bob, this isn't a tailgate. Sure it is. It flexes into six different configurations to help you work harder. So you didn't invite me to an ultimate pregame tailgate then? Would you have come if I said otherwise? Probably not. The Chevy Silverado with available multiflex tailgate. The strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. See your Arkansas best Chevy dealer. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. To find an agent near you, visit shelterinsurance.com. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Not only is Diamond Bear Arkansas's oldest production brewery, Diamond Bear is also the number one major award-winning brewery in the state. Recognized both nationally and internationally, Diamond Bear Pale Ale has won four major awards, along with three being gold. If you want something lighter, try Diamond Bear Pale Ale. Support beer from the natural state and enjoy great award-winning products from Diamond Bear. Proud sponsor of your Little Rock Trojans. Has your roof been damaged in the recent storms that hit central Arkansas? They may have. We won't know until we can get on your roof. Hi, this is Joel Johnson with PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. We've been servicing central Arkansas for the past 15 years. We know what hail damage looks like. If you would like one of our trained professionals to come and look at your roof for free, call our office. That number is 687-6246. Or you can also visit us online at piroofing.com. Call today, schedule today, PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. Out here, we'd charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinnerbait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's due. We are back at the Embassy Suites in West Little Rock. Little Rock Coaches Show. Diving in right now. Good friend, Daryl Walker, whom I've known for many, many years. Since, uh, I was, since I was 19. Yeah, since you're... You don't want to hear that, do you, Ray? Uh, yeah, that, that's no, <laughs> no, no big deal. You, you have not played in a week and a half now, so we don't have games to dissect and do nope. that. And so I may go, uh, I'll, I'll talk about the league standings, et cetera, and the games coming up. Uh, I may take you in another direction and kind of dissect uh, your career as a basketball player and in the pros and being a head coach in the NBA, some, some things that people don't, don't normally hear you talk about. So um, we'll, we'll do this. Uh, you last played at, at Monroe. Uh, we were at Lafayette uh, a week ago, Saturday, I guess right, it was. Yes. Uh, game got canceled. We had two games against Arkansas State this past week. Uh, both of those were canceled because of COVID issues. So, where do you stand with your team right now? Well, we have we have everybody back right now, and uh, uh, for the first time, we had a, a full bunch of guys to practice the last couple of days. Have two good days of practice. So they're all back for now. All of them are back, back, for now. back for now. Except, I mean, Ethan's out. Of course, DA is out, and Chris Walker's out for the year. Okay, so Chris is not going to play. No, no. I, I knew once you got to the conference play, if he hadn't played, there's no, no sense in burning no, burn burn in a year. He's out, and Ethan's out, and DA is out. So you're talking about three guys who are probably going to play a, 
a, a good significant minutes for us. It's, it's out. Never, never played. Never played. All right. On the men's side of things, Troy in conference play is 3-1 and one off the 3-1 start. Arkansas State 2-1, as is Texas State. Uh, App State and Texas Arlington, who's in here on Saturday, UTA is, are both 4-2. and two. Louisiana's 3-2. and two. Uh, Our Trojans are 1-1. One and one. South Alabama 2-2. Two and two. Uh, Louisiana Monroe 2-4. and four. Georgia Southern 1-3. and three. Coastal Carolina 1-4. And, and Georgia State, who is the preseason favorite to win the league, is 0-2. They've only played two games, just, just, like, just like you have. Right. Well, it's, it's, it's going to be difficult. Uh, every coach is going through this. I talked to Bob Marlin when we were down in Lafayette. Uh, I apologize about the game. He said, no need to apologize. It's just been a crazy season, and uh, we couldn't play the game. So this is this is going to go on all year. I keep telling people this is worse than last year, and nobody's paying attention to it. But it's, it's worse than last year, Ray. It really is. I, I don't know who the person is, a mathematician or whomever, is going to figure this out when this when the league's has played its final game and we're going to the tournament. Somebody's going to figure out who's seated where. No, that, that's 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 the commissioner and his 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 people over there in the New Orleans. That's his job to do that. Uh, what I, my concern is right now: see if we can win, take care of home, and win two games at home, and be, you know, sit here at uh, three and one or two and one at home. It'd be great to be three and one. All right, uh, this week uh, you have two home games. Hopefully. Uh, Thursday night, you got Texas State coming in here, and, and they've been playing pretty well. Yeah, they're a good basketball team, and they've went through some some COVID issues with some yeah. of their best players being out, and that's uh, that's why they lost some basketball games. So everybody's is basically playing Russian roulette to a certain extent because you never know who's going to be out there, who's who's going to play. Uh, very good basketball team. Coach Johnson was coach of the year last year. Uh, really good basketball team. Uh, we owe them. We owe them one. They they beat us last year four times, and this time us to get a little payback come Thursday. I think Harold is still there. Is that, am I correct? Yeah, he's there? a good player. <laughs> and, you know, when, when Josh Higgins was playing for the Trojans, everybody, how many years is that guy going to play? Same, same holds true with Harold. No, he's uh, there. He's there, and uh, he, he's a really good basketball player, and he's the head of the snake, and we've got to do a good job on him. That that game, by the way, is a 6:30 game, and then on Saturday you play Texas. Uh, excuse me, Arlington comes in here, and it's a two o'clock game, a Saturday afternoon game for everybody. Well, that's a quick turnaround. We'll 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 play Thursday. Hopefully, knock on wood, we play Thursday and after the game. You know, uh, Lord knows I'll probably get home about one o'clock after that. Sit down there and watch some film and get ready for UTR because it's a quick turnaround game. All right, I have one thing I'm going to accomplish before this year is over with you. I want you to start calling it video. <laughs> what do I call it? Film. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I'm old school. It's film. <laughs> when, when, when you were playing with me for Coach Sutton, you were watching film. Yeah, and I still call it film. I mean, this this, this new generation called it video. I thought video was video games. I'm, I'm watching film. Hey, hey, the new generation doesn't even refer to it. I don't think Bill yeah. Belichick is talking about he's going to watch some video. He's going to, he's going to watch some film. I guarantee you that. All right. Um, you've got Texas Arlington coming in here in one stretch they were playing pretty darn good They're still playing good yeah so they, they, these are i know you play them one at a time but these are two tough games these are two tough games and if we can protect home and uh, and get out of here with two wins and be sitting there at uh, i believe three and one we'll be we'll be right in the thick of things and that's what i've been telling my team let's take one game at a time let's protect home you can find yourself in first second or third place in the conference real fast instead of having three games in a row at home you've got two two at home uh, next week, um, and putting the cart before the horse here, then you make the swing, you play Coastal Carolina and South Carolina, and then you'll go over to North Carolina and play App State. My favorite trip, Ray, to go to App State. I'm real excited about that. Why did you have to even bring that up? You, you know what? Here's <laughs> my, first, my first trip to App State, and you can relate to this, 
was just like back when you were playing and you made that drive from Fort Smith to Fayetteville up Highway what, what, 71, 71 mm-hmm. and you come over the mountain and here's this little quaint little town. Yeah. And that, that reminds me a lot of what Fayetteville used to look like. Yeah. Well, Fayetteville's definitely different than when we were in school and when you were doing games for you. And App State's a nice little campus, but it's a it's a tough little drive. But the drive is not as bad as 71, to be honest about it, because 71 is just a – it's a bad drive. Now, I didn't think it was a bad drive when I was 19, 20 years old trying to get out the mountains to come to Little Rock and hang out. But now if I've gotten older, you couldn't pay me to take that route again. I, I can tell you this about going I can tell you this about going to App State uh, when we first started going there, when they joined the league. It, uh, you go over the mountains, and if you got uh, ran off the edge of the road, you were gone. That was it. Well, yeah. That's the same thing with Highway 71 going up to Fayetteville to the University of Arkansas. So uh, I think the drive to App State is, is way better than going up 71. I, I asked Joe Foley this question here. Uh, rate the Sun Belt as a basketball league uh, compared to other conferences around the league. Oh, the country, excuse me. It's, it's, a, it's, it's always been a good basketball league. Uh, I mean, it's always been a good basketball league. Steve Shields and all the coaches was here. It's always been a competitive league. Uh, somebody wants to tr- try to think that somebody wants to turn it into a football league, which is never going to be a football league. It's going to always be a basketball league. So it's always been well-respected. Bill Chevrolet is the top seller of new and used Chevrolets in Little Rock. Bill Chevrolet, a proud partner of our Little Rock Trojans. Again, we're at the Embassy Suites. We do this every Monday night uh, throughout the conference play. And your, your team, um, health-wise, we talked about that a second ago. Uh, folks, it's knock on wood. You just, you just never know, Ray. Uh, the Graham Reaper, Andrew Keegley, could come in, our our, <laughs> our athletic trainer. I call him the Graham Reaper, and he's one of the – we're lucky to have him. Hopefully we can keep him around because he's really good. Uh, he, he walks in my office. I, I, I don't know what he's going to say. It could be like you got three guys out with COVID. Or this person tested COVID. So, well, this guy is hurt. So it's just been that type of year. I mean, you, you take his job. And he's the guy that tests everybody. And so, uh, to my knowledge, I don't think I don't think Drew's had, no, had COVID. No, he, he tests himself every day before yeah. he comes in. Uh, he tested all the guys, everybody, you, everybody down in, in in Lafayette. And I was worried that he may get it, but he's he's covered up well, and he, he hasn't caught it yet. Lucky for him. Uh, lucky t- for him. Yeah, we're like we're like you said, we're we're lucky to to have. Oh, him. he's a good trainer. Uh, this weekend, the Sun Belt, uh, here, here are the games on Thursday night. App, App State is at Georgia State. Coastal Carolina is at Georgia Southern. Uh, our Trojans are hosting Texas State, as we talked about. Troy is at Louisiana Monroe. Texas Arlington's at Arkansas State. And they'll be in here on Saturday. South Alabama is at Louisiana. Um, you know, I think maybe the surprise in this right now is Georgia State. Uh, I think probably Joe Lenardi, when the, when the basketball season started, had them as Sun Belt champions. Uh, other folks had, oh, the uh, same Joe Lenardi that didn't put Memphis in. Yeah, yeah, that uh, guy. Yeah, that that, that guy. Uh, and, and Georgia State's uh, here. They sit zero and two. Yeah, well, it's funny. All these people pick who's going to win the conference, and I always laugh, and I always hope they pick us last. I, every year, I hope they pick us last. Because you never know what somebody's team's going to look like until the game start. You don't know. You read about who they signed, but you don't know how good those players are. And I've never understood how guys can try to guess and do that. Uh, talk just a second about recruiting. I know you can't name names or exceptions, uh, but you guys are still out on the road lo- looking for talented guards. Yeah, Coach Baker and I were down in Fort Walton. Uh, we, we went to Atlanta first to spend some time with the the young man's parents and, and had a good time with them. Got up the next morning with the Fort Walton and watched practice and was able to visit with him after the game. So uh, we got a good chance to get this player. He's really, really, really good guard, can go off the dribble, and we need some guards that can go off the dribble. So uh, we're recruiting. We got, well, well, trust me, we're on top of some good basketball players again. And we got some here. They've just been hurt. And you, you, signed, you signed somebody early, right? 
No, uh, no, 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 we didn't. Sign. Yeah, we did. We, yeah. we, we they signed a kid uh, uh, out of a junior college, about six eleven. Last name was Mohammed. Shame to say it, I forgot his first name. Uh, but he's a good player. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm, I'm, recruiting never stops, Ray. That's 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 nonstop. I'm, I'm peeking here. We're about to, uh, a minute from a break. Okay. Uh, I want to say a special thanks to Todd Pierce, who is our producer back in the studio tonight, who makes makes my job a lot easier when he gives you countdowns and etc. So. Always nice to have have Todd with us. Um, this this week's game, Texas State, uh, they they they're good. They they're will solid. push it. They will get it up and down the floor. It's good. They're very they're very physical. What we've been doing in practice the last two or three days is basically I've been telling my guys to basically almost borderline foul your guy and hold them uh, in practice. We've been doing that at least thirty minutes a day. Uh, they're a very physical basketball team, and when that that ball goes up Thursday, we got to be ready to play. Big guy that burned us two years ago, real real bad, went off on us. Well, I'm trying to think. Pearson? No, no, not not Nigel. Uh, big kid, six seven, six eight. He transferred. He transferred. Oh, good. Yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> he transferred to James Madison. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm glad he's gone. We're not gone. We'll be back with His another segment. I've learned our coaches show from the Embassy Suites right after this. At Stevens, our philosophy is to invest every dollar as if it were our own, to seize opportunity, to anticipate rather than react, to deliver constant focus in an ever-changing world, and to pursue the objectives of our clients in order to help them reach their financial goals. A proven history of helping companies and individuals. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. Through the last 108 years, obviously we've seen good times and bad times. Everybody has. If you're in business long enough, you're going to have the bad times. But out of the bad times always come the good times. From generation to generation, the constant is that the Bale family's there for you. Whether it's service needs, parts needs, buying a car, or the collision center, our family's always there for you. Shop Bale Chevy and BaleChevy.com today. Stepping into the unknown, it can be difficult to find the way. But with the compassion of the cross and the security of the shield, obstacles become openings. As we have for more than 65 years, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield will continue to light the way, using our knowledge to create new healthcare solutions, giving you the power to shine forward to whatever awaits tomorrow. Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Live fearless. Potbelly Sandwich Shop has the best warm, toasty sandwiches in town. The Potbelly Signature Sandwich, a wreck, features warm, toasty bread with turkey, ham, roast beef, salami, and melted Swiss. Warm up with a bowl of soup and stick around for dessert. Potbelly bakes fresh cookies every day. Feed your group with Potbelly Catering. Potbelly Sandwich Shop at University in Markham and downtown in the bottom of the Simmons Tower. Proudly supporting the Little Rock Trojans. What does amazing sound like? At Baptist Health, we hear it every day. It sounds like a new life, a strong heartbeat, faith in action, and 100 years of all our best. Thank you for allowing Baptist Health to provide you with compassionate care
care for the past 100 years. We look forward to serving you for many to come. Visit baptist-health.com to learn more. Not only is Diamond Bear Arkansas's oldest production brewery, Diamond Bear is also the number one major award-winning brewery in the state, recognized both nationally and internationally. Diamond Bear Pale Ale has won four major awards, along with three being gold. If you want something lighter, try Diamond Bear Pale Ale. Support beer from the natural state and enjoy great award-winning products from Diamond Bear, proud sponsor of your Little Rock Trojans. We're back with the final segment this week of the Little Rock Coaches Show, visiting with Trojan head coach Daryl Walker, coaches the men's team. Joe Foley was with us earlier this evening. Um, your basketball team, let's talk about maybe leadership. Who, who's your leaders on this team? I asked Coach Foley the same thing. Well, right now I think Nicole has really taken on a very uh, – I'm surprised the jump that he has made uh, in three years to really be a vocal guy on and off the court. And I'm, I'm, I'm really proud that he's taken on a, a big leadership role in this basketball team. And he should because he's an older guy. You um, were without C.J. White for six, seven games, um, came back, knocked down some big shots, and saw some more playing time last game. Well, I see a, right now I see a progression of C.J. really playing better basketball. Hopefully he can continue to do that. Uh, he's one of our most skilled guys on our team, uh, can shoot the ball, can put the ball on the floor, excellent passer, good size. Uh, but I didn't see that last year, Ray. You didn't see it and didn't see no. it in the beginning of the year, and I was a little frustrated with him. But. He got hurt. He came back. Seemed like he had a different mindset, man. He's been playing well. He took a big tumble at Missouri State and landed on his tailbone and was out for, oh, for yeah. a good while. That's yeah. a, that's I, a, I thought he was going to be done for the year, to be honest. I right? did, too. It was a cracked tailbone. And, uh, this past season, he had a real real bad ankle injury. He set out and missed a bunch of basketball games. But when he came back, uh, his numbers are really good in the last two games we played. He's played well. All right. Your, your routine, uh, day before the game and day of the game? Day before the game, uh, I usually – we, we practice and we go over uh, live and practice everything that the uh, opposing team is going to do. I'm big on doing that. We went over some of Texas State stuff uh, today. We'll go over it tomorrow, and then we'll go over it again uh, Wednesday, everything that they do offensively and defensively. Uh, day of the game, uh, walk through, kind of go over their stuff again, really go over our stuff, Ray, make sure we run our stuff good. and and go upstairs and get on that nice leather couch and take a nap before you come in and do the pregame <laughs> show with me. <laughs> you know, you, you, you do, every coach has a routine of some kind. I've always you, had you one. Do, I, I can reflect back when Porter Moser was the coach, and the first time I went in the in the locker room at uh, what was then Altel Arena, uh, and, and uh, he's on the tra- training table uh, meditating. Well, no, I'm not and doing the, that. And, and, and the light was off, and I went, Coach, are you in here? Are you in here? <laughs> no, I, I, get, I get a pregame meal and uh, – Usually get on the couch and take a little nap, uh, get up and watch some college basketball, and set my clock on my on my phone and say Ray Tucker will be in here soon, and get up and put my clothes on, be ready for you, Ray, when you come in. All right, Coach, uh, uh, we we need some folks in the seats on on Thursday and Saturday. We need some folks in the seats all the time. I mean, I, I think Coach Foley and I have put together some good teams the last three or four years, and. Uh, and I know winning winning helps uh, bring people out, but it's uh, these kids have played hard. It'd be nice to have some people in the stands. Uh, graduation, you got guys going to graduate this this year? Yeah, uh, Nicola's going to graduate. Uh, who else is going to graduate? C.J. White's probably going to have enough credits to to, uh, to graduate, uh, and Kevin's probably going to have enough uh, 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 credits to graduate. So, uh, and six years of being a college coach, I've only had one guy that hasn't. Uh, 
graduate from college, so that makes me proud. Uh, my guys always graduate. I make sure of that. Uh, we have an excellent uh, advisor that uh, sometimes we go on the road, travels with the ball club, and make sure these guys take care of business. Yeah, uh, Andrea comes on. She comes on the road with us to, to make sure we have study hall. Uh, I, I tell my guys all the time, you're student athletes, and my wife gets mad when I tell them everybody's not going to play in the NBA. It's only 400-something jobs. You have to be one of the 400 best players in the world to play in the NBA, and everybody's, everybody's not going to do that, right? That's just reality. So I try to get my guys ready for the real world. Uh, Nicola missed, missed a number of games. Uh, Too many. Yeah, is his health still somewhat of an issue? Yeah, his health is a little bit of an issue. He, he had COVID real bad in, in Lafayette. I mean, he, he caught it and had it really bad. And that's the second time he's had it. The second time he's had it. Uh, you know you have to go to the heart doctor. He hasn't been cleared yet. He's been cleared, but they saw something they didn't like, so he's going to go back Wednesday to really get cleared. And if he's not cleared Wednesday to play Thursday, it's back to back to the drawing board again. <laughs> That's not good for us. Trojan basketball is sponsored by Pepsi, the choice of the University of Arkansas at Little Rock. We're here at the Embassy Suites. I'd like to remind folks we're here on Monday evenings at 7 o'clock, and we have a live audience. Uh, folks, That's a cold uh, beer. Uh, they do? Yes. I'll find one when we get through here. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you kind of caught me off guard there, Coach. It's the truth, though. Yeah. Uh, and the folks that are here tonight are, are regulars. I'm they're, telling they're, they're some uh, of the most loyal people. Even before I became the coach, these people have been supporting the team for a long time, and we need more people like them to come out and support the team. That would be great. You know, they were asking me earlier when, when, when I started uh, with, with the Trojans, and I came to, from Tulsa to Channel 11 back in 1984 and started doing the TV games with my friend Max Morgan. Uh, and have done radio, TV, covered them, whatever, since 1984. Wow. And so uh, I am very disappointed that we're leading, leaving the Sun Belt, uh, but uh, we'll see what we can do in the Ohio Valley Conference. Uh, hey, we're leaving the Sun Belt. The Sun Belt has been great. Uh, Arkansas Little Rock has really had some some great history in the Sun Belt, done a lot of great things here, but sometimes you got to move on. you got to go somewhere where you want it. We're very much wanted in the in the OVC, and I'm looking forward to the challenge, and so is Coach Foley in, in the Ohio Valley Conference. Talk about some of the teams in that league. Hey, you got Murray State. Unfortunately, they'll be leaving us. Uh, Belmont going to be leaving us, and I think Austin Peay is going to be leaving us. So it's going to be Moorhead State, Tennessee Tech, Tennessee State, uh, southeast Missouri. It's, it's eastern Illinois, some places – Rated. We haven't been before. It's going to be <laughs> tough to get to Eastern Illinois. I think that's in Charleston, Charleston, Illinois. And I'm a Chicago boy. I don't even know where Eastern Illinois is, right? <laughs> uh, s- Southeast Missouri. Is that Cape Girardeau? That's Cape Girardeau. That's close to St. Louis. Uh, real close to St. Louis, by yeah. the fact. Yeah. I, I've been to Cape Girardeau before. And I think, I think it's SIU Atwoodsville, too. And I think uh, former Arkansas State coach Dickie Nutt was at South yeah, Southeast Missouri at one time. He, he was. He and was. so uh, it's a good conference. It's, it's been around a long time. So I know Belmont's going to Missouri Valley. Is I think Murray State is going to the A Sun or to the. Uh, okay. Oh, I think they may be going to the Missouri Valley. I'm not sure, but they're they're leaving. All right, I'd like to remind folks that uh, the games this week, the men play Thursday night at 6.30 here at the Jack Stevens Center. We'll be back there Saturday afternoon to take on Texas Arlington. So good, two good Texas teams. Uh, college football has wrapped up. You don't have any excuses to sit home and, <laughs> and sit all day and watch college football. Uh, come out and see us play. Uh, yeah, come, come out and, and watch our guys play. Well, we, we need some people in the stands. I, I, I keep saying that uh, it energizes us so much. Even when we only get – between 1,500 and 2,000 in there. When we're on a run, 
uh, the, the, it, that, that place gets very loud. Just imagine if you had three or 4,000 people there every night, how loud it would be. It's a loud place. It, it is very loud. Uh, Thursday night games around the league, App State's at Georgia State. Uh, Georgia Southern hosts Coastal Carolina. Uh, those teams are pretty close together, so those are rivalry games with right. those folks. Uh, we've got Texas State, as we said. Troy is at ULM. UTA is at Arkansas State. And South Alabama is at Louisiana. Folks, that's going to wrap up this week's show. We appreciate you listening. Appreciate all you folks in the, in the live audience here tonight. And uh, all we know to say, coaches, go Trojans. Go Trojans. Thanks for listening to the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show presented by Embassy Suites. This broadcast was also brought to you by AC Delco Bumper to Bumper, Arkansas's best Chevy dealers, Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, Dillard's, Pepsi, Stevens, and Simmons Bank.